Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens. You remember that? That seemed like forever ago, the uh, the Tiger King. Oh, but how the world has changed. See, I thought we were going to watch that. And then after we all binge watched that show, the pandemic would be over and it'd be back to normal. It's not. By the way, welcome to the very, very poorly made police memes podcast. Uh, my name is... Uh, I don't fucking know. Who cares? Anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. Today we have a rookie federal police officer who talks about working on a military installation as a essentially as a civilian. So it's kind of interesting stuff I didn't know about. I hope you guys enjoy it. Unrelated. Jaw like pigs. Jaw like comics. Well, I got something for you. Go meet Officer Van Ham and check out Thin Blue Swine on Instagram for some funny pro-law enforcement comics. Thin Blue Swines. So it's thin.blue.swine. Go check them out. Support the page. Before we get really rocking and rolling here, I just want to give everybody an update. I think I've got like the next month planned out as far as podcasts. i got a lot of different people with a lot of different expertise. Hopefully, I will be recording very soon the couples episode that got moved back. I referenced that the last episode. Um, if you want to be on the podcast, shoot me a message. I'll try and get you in. I do two a week, so it, it could be a little ways out. But I'll try and, and get most, most of you folks on there as quick as I can, which isn't very quick. And without further ado, Mike Crotch will be our guest. All right, so the moment you've been waiting for, I have Mike Crotch here on the poorly made police podcast how are you doing tonight my crotch uh i'm doing all right man just uh just sipping on yingling and uh just watching some uh xbox good man yingling i like that now are you itchy today by any chance always um it's a condition but the doctors gave me a cream for it so fair enough fair enough so you're drinking the yingling which i only have like two left I got to either, they need to get to my state sooner than I hoped, or I got to go find some. I've got, and I hate to admit it, I've got the a Sam Adams, which I like Sam Adams, but this is the Jacko pumpkin ale. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Uh, I've seen it in stores out here. It's uh, I don't really like uh, Sam Adams, to be honest. Well, that's fair. I Have you tried this one, though? Uh, no. Is it like the Oktoberfest one? Well, I like the Oktoberfest one, too. This one is different. It actually, for all you basic bitches out there, it's a good beer. You know, and like my brother was just out here and he's like, what? This is going to be gross. And he tried it and he liked it. I don't know how to describe it, man. Like it's a it's a good beer and it has just that little bit of pumpkin spice that makes me want to put on my Uggs and and uh, and yoga boots and all that shit. So so that's what I'm drinking. It's pretty good. Uh, and that's actually one people can find. So I would recommend it if you're into pumpkin, but not everyone is as basic as me, but enough about me. Let's talk about my crotch. Um, <laughs> this is going to be great. So you kind of have an interesting position in the law enforcement field. So you're basically, you are a civilian cop on a military base. Is that correct? Yeah. So I work for the department of the air force as a uh, police officer, and it's 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 a weird spot because it's not typical law enforcement because we do stand on the gate for 12 and a half hours <laughs> uh, checking IDs. So it, it's like a part security, part law enforcement. But all of our tickets go to uh, the federal courthouse here. Patrol or anything like that? Or are you just straight up at the gate? Yeah, uh, I do patrol and gate. So are there, this base that you work at, are there also MPs? Yeah, there are, there's an MP detachment there. Uh, they have K-9, so that's cool. Uh, we don't, but we have the boat. So, you have a boat? Yeah, we have a, uh, we have a river boat because it's on the part of Virginia I'm at. It's a, a lot of water. Okay, so... How does your job different? And, and I'm to be fair, I've to be fair, I've I uh, to be fair, to be fair, I wasn't in the military, so I when you reached out to me, I, I didn't realize that there were 
cops on base that weren't military police. Is that common other places or is that kind of specific to only a certain number of bases? It's all bases. Um, from what I know, uh, most bases have a civilian law enforcement uh, presence. Okay. So tell me, uh, my crotch, what, what is a typical day for you as a civilian cop on a military base? So uh, we get there about four. I'm on uh, days. So our schedule's set. Like they said, hey, what shift do you want to go to? I was like, I want to go to days. All right, cool. You're on days. That's nice. Uh, yeah. So I show up at uh, about 4, 4.20 giggity uh, a.m. Nice. We arm up 445, have a guard mount or a, you know, you like say a, guard mount. Yeah. That's what it's called. Huh. On the military. It's like a brief hmm. or a lineup. Gotcha. And, uh, we go over like a, uh, there's a, there's a little marathon going on today or, Hey, there's a, some excitement going on. We're need you, you know, patrol one, three, five, whatever. Officer so and so, officer so and so, you're at the search area. So every vehicle that doesn't have a military ID has to get searched. Okay. And if they refuse to search, then they don't come on base. So that's uh that that that's unique to us because I know on the civilian side, you have to have probable cause to search, but we it's a requirement for us, like. You want to come on base, you got to get searched, you know. So before we go any further, have you found anything goofy on a search yet? Uh, did we find that? I guess that you can talk about, I don't, I don't want to get you in trouble or anything like that. No, it's all good, man. Uh, we, we find everything. Uh, it's not the best part of Virginia. It's a kind of ghetto. Uh, but yeah, we find like guns, drugs, weapons, uh, I found some uh, pleasurable items in a truck once. And obviously you kept those for yourself, right? Um, I have a nice collection at home, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So when, like, when you guys go, are out on patrol, I mean, it, and, and I, I talked to you earlier and you haven't been like a, a cop on the other side, but so when you're out on patrol on the base, I mean, are you doing like anything proactive as far as like traffic stops go or, or what it, or like answering calls for service? Tell kind of give the people that aren't familiar a little insight into that all right yeah so on our base we have housing we have a little shopping center we have a bank we have a food store we have a gas station so it's like a small city uh we have a a school so we do like a lot of community policing uh we'll drive through the neighborhoods talk to people talk to the kids we'll walk through the shop you know the the stores as like a presence and uh we'll get calls both for like a stupid calls like y'all get on the outside like oh my neighbor's dog is barking okay so yeah so like we show up it's like what do you want us to do? you know <laughs> just so for, for those out there i dogs bark I don't know if you knew that or not, um, but uh, that's, they that's do, what I've been told. They do bark. I've heard that from a few people. So just remember that. Go on, though. I didn't mean to interrupt you about that information about dogs. It is prevalent. It's very important. Then, like, dude, like we've had, you know, domestics. We've had, you know, uh, certain individual got stabbed. We have suicides. Like, so we, we respond from everything from that to, Hey, my neighbor's parked in front of my house. So do the MPs also respond or what are they, what is, I guess, what is the difference in their responsibilities and your responsibilities? Oh, we share the misery together. Okay. So like you guys, we all go on those calls all together. Yeah. Um, it just depends on, uh, who's on patrol see now and, it, and this isn't a, like a dig on you or anything but like me on the outside looking in i'm like and maybe you can answer this why i mean why is there t- basically two separate entities doing the same thing uh you know that's a question i don't even know man um I hey, but uncle sam's on- paying you so it's all good exactly uh like we get paid overtime they don't <laughs> you know uh if we have to finish up casework 
past uh, 1800, it's like, oh, cool. I'm getting paid for this. While uh, this poor, you know, 21 year old E3 is like, well, this sucks. <laughs> so if, um, let's say you have a domestic and you have to make an arrest, where do they get held somewhere on base or do they go to the local county jail? Where we're at, we have a, uh, we have two cells at our police station. So we book them in, take their fingerprints, photo, uh, put them in our cells and wait for the city department to uh, come and just pick them up. And that's that. So do the, city guys, back. do the city guys get pissed off? They got to come out and do the transport? Some do, but it sounds like uh, we've had some officers just like, Damn, man, y'all hiring? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like a pretty, pretty cake. I mean, as far as like you know, you know, have to transport people. That sounds pretty nice. We mainly use our jail cell for the uh, people who pop up with warrants, because, um, like I said, to come on base, you have to get a pass or an ID. Mm-hmm. So they'll run their information, and lo and behold, if they have a warrant, they'll come and apprehend them, process them in with us, and then. Uh, this city has to come pick them up from our jail cell. So have you gotten, and I, and I understand you're kind of green too, but have you guys gotten the anti-police sentiment on base from the people that live there at all? Or have you guys had to deal with anything like that? A few. Um, I, I made a traffic stop. This guy went through a crosswalk with someone in the crosswalk. And it's like, well, all right, let me just go talk to him. So we light him up, pull him over. He's like, oh, man, my bad. I didn't even see him. I'm just trying to go to work. It's like, cool, man. Hey, just try to be more careful. Like, while I was talking to him, someone rolled by. I was like, fuck you, pigs. I was like, damn, okay. (laughs) Nice, on base. That's nice. What? Yeah. I mean, because now my curiosity is is peaked. Was that somebody... Like a, a visitor to the base, you think going by, or you think that was a, a military member going by? Ah, uh, no, she she was definitely in the military. Um, probably paying twenty six percent interest on that uh, Mustang. Yeah. Do you like that gig? I mean, is it a pretty good gig for you? It is. The only downside is that, um, like I said, just standing on a static post for you know twelve hours. That's that's the only downside of it, and uh in my opinion. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty, pretty big downside. Do you have any, and just personal for you, do you have any aspirations to like get into civilian on the civilian? Well, I guess you are on the civilian side, but as far as like, like a municipality or like a sheriff's department or, you know, even a a trooper, or do you, are you pretty happy doing what you do there? Uh, I'm happy doing what I do, but, um, I'm a nerd and still a rookie, so I'll listen to like the uh, city scanner. And like, damn, I want to go to that. <laughs> so the the thought's been in my head, you know, to maybe cross over to the city and uh, experience that all uh, all the day, you know, all all the time. Now, when you guys are out there patrolling, what kind of vehicle do you have? Uh, you're not gonna like it. Um, we have the Tauruses. I mean, no fix. I assume that, you know, being a the fancy government there, you probably would not have a Vic. Well, uh, we have Tauruses, we have the Rangos, and uh, the uh, F-150s. But, like, we also have, like, side-by-sides, ATVs, and uh, some unmarked uh, Impalas. And a boat. And a boat. And a boat. So this is a pretty big base you work on, huh? It's a decent size. We're about, I don't know how big we are, but there's about, I, I want to say like maybe 10,000 people on it. Okay. So, I mean, it's like us on the outside. I mean, that's a pretty small town, but I mean, I'm sure it's, I mean, that's not bad. I mean, that's a pretty decent size area. Yeah. Um, one advantage of it is uh, if it does happen, if someone flees from us, we just call up to the gate and they deploy barriers and they're not getting off base. Yeah, that's going to be nice. Has that happened to you yet? Not to me personally, um, but it has happened. Uh, where we're at, it's right off an of interstate. So people come here all, you know, come there all the time. Like 
oh, I'm just looking for the IHOP. I'm just looking for the McDonald's, whatever. But if uh, another unique circumstances, we don't have to look for DUIs because it's vehicle motion to our checkpoint. If we see them weaving and if we detect it, bam, we can investigate for a DUI, do the whole uh, field sobriety test. You guys get me DUIs coming into the gate? About probably once a week. Nice. I mean, how stupid must they feel just literally driving into a pile of cops? That's pretty rough. Uh, yeah. Well, some of some of the times it's the service members coming out because, uh, of course, there's a strip club like half a mile away. Mm, the old uh, strip club. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you get a bunch of 18, 19 year old kids away from home for the first time. Oh, man, let's go to a strip club. Every young man, they're just going to do it. They're just going to. It's going to happen. I I don't think there's anything you can do to stop it. By the way, the guy that decided to build a strip club off base, that is the smartest fucking thing I've ever heard. Like, what is it, within a a mile or something? (laughs) Yeah, it's a big brain move. Yeah, big, big, big brain move. I like that. Uh. Where I was at at uh, Fort Campbell when I was in the Army, uh, there was this place called the Cat West. And you could tell it was classy because Cat was spelled with a K. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, uh, I almost fell victim to that trap. This, uh, I thought this girl really loved me because I spent like $800 there one night. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I could tell my crotch was down. Yeah. Yeah. When I went back to that same strip club, um, she was like, Mike. I was like, hey. She's like, how are you doing? I was like, damn, this girl really loves me. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, I'm glad you, I mean, you only spent 18 or $800. You didn't spend your mortgage and your life savings. So yeah. if anybody out there is wondering, no. The stripper does not love you. Remember that. No. <laughs> you guys do not have a connection. It's not different. No. She wants your money. Yeah. Remember that always. All right. So real quick, because I'm out, I got to open up my next beer, which I'm absolutely fucking terrified of. This is one of these ones you get and you're like, this is not going to be good, but I got to try it. Yeah. It's called Death by Flapjacks. What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's made by Oscar Blues, and it's supposed to be an ale with maple syrup, vanilla, lemon peel, nutmeg, lactose, and natural flavor. I don't know what the fuck natural flavor is. I'm I'm terrified, it, man. This this is gonna be bad. It uh, it comes from the natural plant. Uh, it's a rare it's a rare plant, so it's gonna be good. Okay, it might be good. It might be good. It might be good. I'm, I have to say, it was the most flavorful taste of beer I've ever had in my life. Uh, that's good. Uh, have you heard? Well, I'm going to work on my second yingling here. Good oh, that's, free, that's freedom right there. Yeah. I heard Benjamin Franklin when he was writing the independence of uh, <laughs> the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> uh, he was cracking open a yingling. So. All right, I gotta take another sip here because I'm I'm just not sure. I don't know. I'm really confused. I'm confused and scared. Well, the about- secret is you gotta put it in a small glass and swirl it under your nose and take a sip and swish it in your mouth and you know, like, like a sommelier. That reminds me of the South Park episode where they're all smelling their farts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I see you're a man of culture as well uh poorly made yes yes my crotch i know you wow. are a simpsons fan obviously yeah simpsons family guy american all, all that uh, but here's the thing like family guy and american dad are the same show and cleveland yeah it's all the same yeah show. it's it, it, it's yeah no um, i i like uh the cleveland show and American dad because they were based in my lovely old dominion state of Virginia and uh, I think it was a 
American Dead, they made a crack at my home city. I was like, yeah, that's pretty fucking accurate. So you, you've triggered something in my brain. What the fuck is Old Dominion mean? Because no, I see it all, I've seen it on the truck. And yeah. I know there's that band that thinks they're a country band that uses that name. And then you just said my Old Dominion state. So fucking oh. explain yourself. I don't know what the fuck that means. Dude, that makes two of us. Um, we have a college where I grew up. It's called Old Dominion University. And I'm sure the probably one other person from there is like, oh, my God, I know where he's from. <laughs> uh, that's the I don't know. All they're, right. Well, now called... I have to Google what fucking Old Dominion means. Old Dominion meaning. Give me some fucking great shit. It's right. probably something English. All right. So here it is. Old Dominion is one of the best known nicknames for Virginia. Along with the mother of presidents and the mother of states, the nickname probably derives from the fact that Virginia was the first and therefore the oldest of the overseas dominions of the kings and queens of England. So you're a fucking redcoat is what you're telling me. Uh, colonizer, as the kids call it today. Colonizer. Oh, colonizer. That sounds racist. Yeah. <clears throat> well, obviously... All right. I feel like we're at a good point to uh, give our, our shit away like we do every episode. So special, very special thanks to our anonymous donor that gave me some money so I can buy some stuff at cost and give it to our brothers and sisters that are out there doing their shit. This one's pretty badass. And I haven't, I've heard from her partner, but I haven't heard from her yet. So I don't know how much information I can go away. So I'm going to be a little cryptic about it. All right, so here's the nomination. Hey there, I got an officer I'd like to nominate for your giveaway. My coworker was stabbed in the neck by a suspect a while back. Uh, the knife damaged an artery in the top of her heart. She lost a lot of blood and CPR was done on her by other LEOs and medics for some time before open heart surgery in the hospital. She barely made it. But even with the injury, she was able to put three rounds on the suspect, get him out of the fight, put on her radio traffic and detain him before collapsing. Damn. That's fucking badass. That that's, that's fucking hardcore, man. That is fucking <laughs> hardcore. Even before this, she's the definition of a fighter and continues to be. She's adamant about coming back to work and should still be, should soon be on the way with her recovery. And then it talks about the state she worked in, which I'm going to keep out. But uh, again, she keeps positive. The suspect was even an early release due to COVID. Turns out his goal sure. was to sexually assault an elderly female on the call she was responding to. I'm confident she saved that woman's life or at least prevented her from becoming severely victimized. Badass. So cheers to you, even though it's with a weird Hell yeah, cheers. Being badass. Well, I got the classic American, so I got you. Yeah, thanks for covering me on that. I've got fucking death by flapjacks. That's probably some fucking yuppie beer. Are there even yuppies anymore or is that done? Is that whole thing done? I, I, I think that died out with that uh, Duck Dynasty show. I think that died out with that one. Wait, what do yuppies have to do with Duck Dynasty? I never watched uh, Duck Dynasty. That, that That's what they would call uh, the city folk. Oh, the yuppies? All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I never watched that show because I just, I don't watch reality TV. I think it's garbage. And to watch a bunch of dudes that make duck calls with big, like ZZ Top, like I just didn't see the <laughs> the benefit of wasting my time on that. Yeah. Along with uh, my rants on social media, I will say reality TV, which is pretty much social media now, right? Right. Everybody just fucking posts about what they're doing. And I get it. Like, I think it's one thing to get on social media. Sorry, I'm about to go on a rant. I think it's one thing yeah. to get on social media and, uh, you know, post a picture of your kids or whatever. Say, hey, we went on vacation. Look at this. But like when you go on vacation, you know, and you have fucking people like posing in front of Auschwitz and shit like that, like. We've really yeah. lost ourselves. Like, but well, anyway, uh, I, I really got off topic there, but we really need to give a round of applause to um, our winner and the millions and millions of followers. Let's give her a fucking hand. You were the second one to do that. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So I'm sure I have more questions for you. And I think they'll probably come out through this. I do a little ask me anything like we, we do most of the time. And I'm definitely, I am ill-prepared as my... Uh, my co-host, my crotch, uh, knows 
I was dealing with some, uh, some, some child drama before the episode. So I have like no notes. I got nothing, but we're going to fucking wing it because it's poorly made. Who gives a shit? Full send. Yep. Full send. And I apologize, dude. These are not in order at all. So the first one that I have up here is the guy was asking if there's going to be a poorly made police memes challenge coin. Hopefully. Yes. Someday there was a fella. And if this fella is listening to it, he was working, he was a cop and he was working on trying to start his business doing that. And then we've kind of gotten out of touch. And so I'm trying to make it work as far as getting a challenge coin out there, but I would really like to. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. The problem is really like logistics because the company I use for selling my merchandise, which you should all buy is um, it's all for me. It's like hands off. I did design it and they basically, they make it to order, which is really cool. So it's not like wasteful. Like a lot of people like order a bunch of shirts and they have a hard time selling them. And I thought I figured that I didn't know if that was going to happen to me or not. So I was like, you know what, I'll just do this thing. So that's, if anybody's wondering, that's how that shit works. I don't have like a whole bunch of stuff in my sex dungeon down here. It's, it's all made fresh to order. So if you order something, which you should right now, your conscience is telling you to order it right now. Um, do it. Do it. Do it right now. It is fresh made to owner meme merchandise from me. But the challenge coin, I hope someday, I think that would be really cool. I'd like to do that before I get canceled because that's inevitably coming. All right. So I know you're green, buddy, but this one's about you. Um, says, ask me, or ask me, ask him about his shit story. Every cop has a good shit story. Uh, well, I saw my first dead body, uh, as a police officer. And, uh, this dude just died in his car and sand, you know, he was parked in the sun. It's hot as fuck here. He, he was in the car for about six hours before we showed up. And I was like, Oh, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you'll always remember your first dead guy. My first death was an elderly person. Yeah, he was old. Yeah. And I mean, they were very old and they were kind of living with family and it was kind of an expected thing. And and here's another thing for you, non-law enforcement people. And and I want to have a whole death episode. That'll be super awesome. Maybe we'll do that around uh, Halloween time. We'll make it super dark and weird. But spooky spooky super spooky big spooks um wait i gotta take that out because that, <laughs> yeah. that did not sound the way i wanted it to sound i oh, said God. spooks as in spooky don't fucking get weird yeah but yeah. Anyway, um this gal died she was old it happens and if people if you have someone living with you and they die unattended it has to be investigated not like I mean, don't like get weird about it, but we have to investigate a death, right? Or when right, right. cops have to investigate the death. So they have to treat it like a crime scene, even though it's very likely that it was just an innocent, you know, they, they passed away. So time's up, time's up, something happened, but we still have to look into it in case there was something funky with it. So, but this call, the, the family was very upset because, you know, the elderly person lived with them. And family wants to do weird things. They, you know, they want to touch the body or they want to hug them or they want to do this or that. Can't do that. Yeah, I know. But you cannot do that until, oh, here's another, and this is totally another off track. And I'll talk about this death sometime. If the cops tell you, you don't want to see them, trust us. You do not want to see them. You do not want to remember your beloved family member the way that they were found. You don't want that because that will be how you remember them. So, and it might be hard, but take that advice. Anyway, unrelated. Yeah. This, I mean, this wasn't this wasn't gnarly or anything. She just died in her sleep. But uh, some of the FTOs, this guy basically was very aggressive towards us, and we were like, I was brand new, like maybe a day or two on the road, and there was almost a fight between the family and the cops because we couldn't. You know, they wanted to do all the shit. And we're like, no, you can't touch her until the corner gets here and the corner gets to the side. And I'm sure it's different in different places, but just, just keep that in mind. If you have a, a family member or something traumatic dies, that cops are going to have to investigate it. Like almost like a homicide until we know otherwise. Yeah. Uh... But you will always remember. I mean, I think I probably remember every death I've been to there. I mean, it's, it is what it is, man. Yeah. It's the nature of the beast. Um, but yeah, like I was so, uh, that's like my second week and so like being the rookie i was i i grabbed my cpr mask and i started like 
going to the car and my FTO just like shook his head. I was like, oh, oh, it's like, oh, oh, let's just wait for the detectives to show up. They'll do their thing. Man, you guys even got detectives. That's fancy. Yeah. So who takes Um, lead on something like that? Do you guys take the lead on it or does do the MPs uh, take lead? Whoever, uh, whoever responds first, they're usually dubbed the instant commander until our, um, until our patrol soup shows up. See, that's just so weird to me. Like, I just don't get why there's two different entities doing the same job. Bro, I, I have no idea. That Thanks, government. Yeah. It, now, if you're listening to this and you know the answer, send me a message. I'd appreciate knowing if there is, if there is an answer. All right. Yeah. So this next question, um, I believe, is geared towards me. And they want to know if Officer Slater and Officer Michaels inspired you, McLevin, to become a cop. Also, P.S., I already checked with my mom, had nothing to do with her. Look, your mom doesn't want to break your heart. It was because of your mom that I became a cop. She inspired me. (laughs) All night long. Cops afterwards. Great fucking movie, Super Bad, by the way. Oh, yeah. That is, God, that, I mean, that's probably an accurate portrayal of some cops, to be honest with you. But shit, actually, uh, I sent, uh, I, I made a meme of, uh, well, about this other officer, and I used the people don't forget uh, meme from Super Bad. Oh, yeah. I fucking, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, what what was he referencing? Like the kid pissed his pants or something like that? I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. Have you ever seen one of your partners do something that's so like almost against against the law in the moral sense? Like uh, this officer of ours, he was eating a hot dog in his hand, like no bun, hot dog to skin with a ketchup packet in the other hand. And hit slurp the ketchup, take a bite of the hot dog. That makes and it's me like, like question my everything <laughs> I know about living. That's disgusting. It, it's called hand dogging, and that sounds even worse. But yeah, it's called hand dogging. And we're like, bro, you're hand dogging it. Oh it's man, like, I could use a good hand dogging. Um, yeah, I'm gonna name yeah. a my my shop that my hot dog stand at. Hand dogging, my, I like that. My crotch is hand dogs. I like that. Here's okay. Now we're going to go off on a tangent, but I don't understand people. Like if I eat a hot dog, if I'm being cheap, I'll just put it in bread. It's weird to me that, I mean, I guess I could maybe understand maybe cutting them up and maybe dipping them. I don't, that's still weird to me. Like a hot dog supposed to be in a bun. God, that makes me want to go, even though New York city's trash, man, you won't get another fucking better hot dog than a fucking street dog. Or, a, a oh, nine, yeah a 99 okay. cents hot dog by you know by times square yeah oh yeah or a fucking kanish fuck oh bro uh oh kanishes yeah anyway the, the, the first time i had one we left uh I, I hate the rangers but uh we left the rangers in a bolt uh tampa bay game because i'm a tampa bay fan Dude, okay, fuck you for a second. Tampa Bay blows ass. Like, there isn't even supposed to be fucking hockey in Florida. Abs for life, motherfucker. Uh, that's okay. Uh, I could, but, I could go on a fucking tangent yeah. about hockey. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I will because we're talking about it. Because I I like hockey. It's probably my favorite sport. I mean, maybe baseball. I don't know. I go back. Uh, same here, man. Same. Yeah. But – I like after the second fucking lockout after it was like a year or two, I was fucking so pissed off. Like I stopped watching, honestly. Um, and it killed the avalanche. I mean, the avalanche were kind of in that where they had those really strong teams and yeah, they came they out did. of it dog shit in their better like now. Dynasty. Yeah. 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 Um, by the way, red wings suck. All right. Now <laughs> the next question is somebody asked me what is love? And I have an answer for them. What is love? All right, that's the answer. The answer uh, is I, don't yeah. hurt me. You I cannot. You fucking yeah. call it though, man. You fucking Dude, call it. Yeah, it was coming. Because uh, "Night at the Roxbury," man, I can't hear that song without thinking of a uh, Will Ferrell and that Chris Kattan. 
Yeah, that dude. Yeah, yeah. I haven't okay. watched that movie in a long time. I, I think I need to. It's been a long time. Because I saw the, like, the ending part where like he goes to the wedding, and I was like, fuck, I don't even barely remember that. I need to watch that movie. It, it, it's kind of like a cult classic. Um, it did shit at the box office. Well, of course and it was- did. It's a dumb movie about guys fucking moving their heads to that song. I need, uh, or I don't need, but you ever find that whenever you want to watch something, it's never on the streaming services. Dude, I run into that all the time. Um, what the it, fuck? What's what's the yeah. Jim Carrey movie where the where he um, he's the guy that's basically trapped in the TV Truman Show? Yeah, Truman Show. Um, my my yeah. kid was kind of talking about like you know how kids are they're fucking weird like he's like in middle school and he's like what if like you know what if everything's fake and blah 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 I'm like oh you need to fucking watch this movie and then the next day I go to pull it up. And of course, yeah, you can't like, find it. You can't find. You can find it. Yeah. Like I found it on Google, but you have to pay four bucks. And I'm like, that's probably a yeah. fucking movie that I own. But I'm like, we don't need DVDs anymore. I'm gonna fucking throw them away. It's 2021. Don't need that shit. Yeah. All right. Fucking so the next question we have here, um, people are fucking weird. I'm just gonna ask it. Basket weave. What are your thoughts on basket weave? Do you guys have basket weave? Two people do. Two officers do. And for whatever reason, it's not allowed, but. Because they're in pos- the position they're in, they wear it and no one says shit. Um, but for whatever reason, like we can, as long as we don't change the holster for uh, for the our sidearm. Sig P three twenties, by the way, fucking very choice. Uh, take that over the clock. My personal opinion. Uh, if it shoots and it goes bang, I like it. There's the poorly made police memes. Uh, opinion on fucking guns if it fucking works then i like it yeah they, they give us pretty free reign uh for us for the civilians at least um see that's weird to me i would think on the base they would everything, want like everything to be very fucking uniform everything dress right dress yeah um, yeah that's fucking weird like some people have the drop leg some people have it on their hip uh some people wear outer vests, some people don't. Uh, but but it's like the class A outer vest. It's not like the the mall cop have everything Molly attached vest. That's <laughs> oh yeah, don't even get me started. People get upset. People get wild about that shit when you start talking about the vest. Fuck, I had a question for you that was kind of related to that, but now because you mentioned this earlier. So you're army base, but you work for the Air Force, right? Yeah, so the Air Force bought the Army base right uh, years and years ago. So now it's a joint base. Okay, so there is Army and Air Force on on the base. Yeah, and uh, believe it or not, there's actually a fucking little Coast Guard detachment. Also, are the are the MPs on base? Are they Air Force? Or are they Army or both? They're Army. Um, they're enlisted army uh soldiers and we're just air force civilians who get paid overtime and better benefits fucking weird man it's so fucking weird yeah uh if it was air force though they would be uh air force calls them uh security forces yes yeah i knew that i've been every since i've been doing this i learned a little bit more about that shit so this question is probably for both of us i'll let you answer first well actually it is for you so never mind fuck me if you couldn't be a military cop, would you be a city cop, a county cowboy, a deer cop, or a tree cop, or a trooper? So I actually applied for, in the area I'm at, there's no real sheriff's department. They all just kind of work for the city jail, but they're, they're called the sheriff's department. They, like, they don't do road patrols. They don't really... I, found, I thought that was just in... in in Colorado, but I found that's other places too. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And so, um, my buddy was working there. So I applied there. Turns out I'm kind of a uh, stupid as shit apparently and failed the written exam. So I was like, Oh, well that's cool. And, uh, I applied for the troopers failed the PT test by six seconds. And they're like, Oh, go home. I was like, oh. That okay. will happen. That will happen. <laughs> and uh, so I went back to being a 
a super mall cop and uh believe it or not i saw this job on uh facebook i was like oh neat and here i am there you are here i am are you are you like certified in the state you work in as a law enforcement officer like did you go through an academy yeah so we actually go through a academy that's it's a it's Fletzy, it's federal law enforcement training. Okay. And every civilian cop in the Air Force, Navy, Army, whatever, they have to get certified through them. So they go to them for the academy. It's out of state. They put us in a nice hotel and all, you know, it was like a vacation kind of like Monday through Friday is the academy, Saturday, you know, Friday night through Sunday morning. That's on you. Wow. That doesn't sound that bad. Fuck, man. Maybe I need to apply. So, yeah, I, I saw it as a kind of a, a vacation. It's like, holy shit. Like, y'all, y'all paying me full salary, fly me out there, put me in a hotel, a decent hotel. And all I do is not fail for X amount of weeks. Fuck yeah. Nice, man. There you go. And you got federal fucking benefits, right? Yeah. Uh, got all the federal benefits uh insurance health insurance dental vision all that that's through the uh that's through like normal insurance but because i'm a federal employee it's at a uh it's at a better rate i guess so if you don't mind me asking is a is the pay pretty decent yeah um it's it's really well and um since it's the federal government it's almost guaranteed to increase every year i think cops listening to this podcast are like Probably as the podcast is playing and wherever they're at are going to start like looking up these fucking jobs. Oh, uh, that's pretty sick. Yeah. So fun fact, all you do is go to usajobs.com, job series 0083. There you go, boys and gals. 0083, I'll look for that. Somebody, when I was leaving, I got a couple messages from people like, hey, look into this shit. And now, I mean, I'm basically in bumfuck Egypt. Can you say that? I don't know. I don't give a shit. So I'm basically in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, I don't think I'm close to anything now. And I don't really want to move. So we'll see. Hope might be lost. All right. We're going to go off on another tangent here. Is a crepe just a French quesadilla? Ooh. No, it's like a really thin pancake. I don't even fucking know what a fucking crepe is. I don't fucking know. It, it's like a Ricky Bobby said it best. It's like a really thin pancake, and they're delicious. So Thanks, Ricky Bobby, here's there's this fucking well, and I'm I'm fucking drinking Death by Flapjack. So mm. there's cheers. You know, That's it's actually surprisingly it's good. I'm just gonna say it. It's weird and not what I think of of a beer, but it's good. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Uh, after, yeah. After my first divorce, I came to like kind of a beer snob. Like, oh, this is a chocolate peanut butter, you know, whatever. Hmm. Nice notes. But then I became a dad and I was like, fuck it. Give me the Yingling bush light. Okay. Is there anything wrong with the Yingling light, by the way? No, nah, man. That's. I Somebody's can't. giving me shit about it, 10-8 memes. And I was like, what are you fucking talking about, dude? Like, yingling light is good. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, some of us are fat, and we need light beer, so go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> next question I have here is, this is for you. So here's a question. Are you pressured to give officers different treatment than enlisted? Nah, man, I, I treat everyone the same for the most part. Um, a little leniency towards, you know, the blue and um, the we call them blue suitors and green suitors. The green being the enlisted, but no, for the most part, it's just I. They come through the gate. It's like, oh, what's up, man? I relate more to the some of the uh, military guys than enlisted guys because they're closer to my age, I guess. But so there's nobody on the top saying, oh, you got to give the officers better treatment or anything like that. Yeah, none. Yeah. So uh, this question. I probably is more towards you, but will being an MP hurt my chances of being a civilian LEO after honorable discharge? I would say no, 
But I, I guess it depends on the civilian uh, department because some people don't want to teach old dog new tricks. I have a different, I have a different take on that. Cause I, yeah. my humble opinion, depending on the type of agency, like if you go to like a cops, cops agency, they're going to want military and have it being an MP is going to be fine. Oh. But I think some places, because they're this new age fucking dog shit, they want social workers, not cops. And so yeah. if you have, if you have any type of military background, it might be a problem. Now, don't make any life choices on, on what an angry guy in his basement is saying. But I've heard stories. I've personally, from what I've t- like, I know people that I think were very good candidates based on me knowing them. And they got passed over and all of them were military. And then I saw some of the people that got hired and it didn't make any sense to me. So I put two and two together, but that I think is a larger discussion on going into some of these big Metro dog shit agencies. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends on the work ethic of the individual. Cause some of the MPs are complete fucking just absolute dog ass. Um, I won't trust them to be the greeter at Walmart. <laughs> uh, this is probably geared more towards me, but I'll let you have a say too. I'm in the academy for a larger city. Do you have any advice for during and after? You go first, bud. Just shut up and take notes. Fuck, man, I like that. That's great <laughs> just, fucking advice. That, that That's what my FTO told me before I left was just like, shut up, take notes, outwork everyone else. Yeah. So police work and it's, it's ever changing, but just remember in the Academy and don't go into the Academy being a fucking know-it-all. Even if you maybe think differently, there's a time and a place to say something. The Academy is probably not it. (laughs) Shut up, get in front leaning rest. Don't answer rhetorical questions and learn and realize and I don't know how the academy is where you're going, but if it's like a, a military style academy, like they're going to fuck with you and they're going to find reasons to smoke you. It's part of the game. Don't stress it, but be able to handle the stress. Cause if you can't handle that stress, how are you going to handle, you know, being in a crisis on the street? That's why you yeah. need that type of shit. Yeah, um, absolutely. As far as afterwards, you know, you get to FTO, your FTOs, you got to, they're going to all be different and they're going to have different ways. They like things, just play the game, learn from them. And you kind of figure out how you're going to be as a cop, as you kind of take something from each FTO you have. Obviously if your FTO is doing some super shady shit, probably don't want to pick up any of their attributes, but don't mind fuck yourself in all of this. Just be a good learner. And like you said, shut the fuck up, take notes and realize it takes a while to learn this job. You know, people say, yeah. oh, you're a cop and you only, you know, you get less training than a barber. Once Fuck a barber that. learns how to fucking cut hair, they don't know how to cut hair. This job yeah. is changes a lot and you continually go through training and you continually learn new things and don't get stuck. If you learn something your first year, be ready for it to change. Yeah, don't get Don't get stuck in the way things always are. Cause that's how we got fucked in the first place. So, and then my other advice to you is, is if you can work at a place that's going to have your back. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And, and just when you get out of the Academy, it, it will keep surprising you every calls you'll get some same of the, you know, some of the same calls, but every call has the potential to go fucking horribly wrong. Yeah. There are no routine calls. But that, that could be a, a four-hour episode. Yeah. All right. Here's a good question for you. Uh, who has more police powers, you or the MPs? Oh, we have equal powers. Um, so the way it works, um, they, if, they're, if the person we're charging is in the military, they want us to charge them with the uh, UCMJ first. If there isn't a UCMJ for it, then we go to the state code. Uh, or you know for it. it it all depends on who it is we're charging if we're charging a civilian we'll go for the state code if it's for the military we'll try to go for the ucmj code first so i guess it's uh equal but it depends on 
the person we're apprehending for the call. That actually answered the next call, the next or the next call, the next question. You wanted to know if you guys enforce a UCMJ or the uh, state, but you just answered that. Yeah, so uh, it's the simulative. I've been drinking a little bit. Um, it's the Assimilative Crimes Act. Um, so within the boundaries of the base, we have all law enforcement authority. Some agency can't, you know, the city agency can't come up and be like, hey, man, we need you out here at this intersection doing traffic off base. And we can tell them get fucked. So you you don't you have no jurisdiction off of the base, is that correct? Correct. Like we, we don't take our weapons home, we don't take any sort of thing home, uh like a you know a off base uh officer does. We uh we have to turn our weapons in at the end of shift, we have to turn in our OC ammo radio all that so i accidentally skipped this question let me find it because now that you said that it made me think of it and i had it pulled up and i fucking i lost it um oh no oh no all right no where the fuck was it oh here it is has uh have you ever been told as a civilian officer that you're not allowed on base by someone have I told a civilian? No, have you you been told as a civilian, have you been told you're not allowed on base? Oh, uh, no, um, because we're issued uh, CACs or common access cards like, uh, like the military. So as long as we don't have a fucking warrant, <laughs> we're good. Uh, we can go onto any, any base, like say I'm visiting... You know, my family in Georgia and I go to their local army base. All I do is just show my ID and it's like, oh, yeah, cool. Come on, man. So and I don't hopefully this doesn't fucking dox me. I'll, I'll try and be cryptic about it. But I worked an off duty gig that was roving and part of part of it went through a military base, hmm. which was kind of weird. But it was funny because some MPs would let me in full police uniform would not let me on the base and some MPs would. It was very strange. Ah uh, no nah, man, we bro, you show us a badge. It's like, well, me at least they show me a badge. It's like, cool, man. You have a good day. Yeah, dude, it was <laughs> it was weird. But I mean, without I couldn't get mad at the dude because like I don't I don't fucking know the rules. I'm like, all right, dude, I'll just I'll wait. Um yeah. It wasn't a big deal, but it was kind of interesting to me to see, you know. You can get through sometimes and you can't get through sometimes. Yeah. Um, so the the local city and whatnot, they serve protection orders and restraining orders to people who live or work on base. So if husband beats the shit out of so-and-so and the victim files a restraining order, it doesn't go through us. It goes, well, depends if they're military. But if they're both civilians, yeah, uh, the city comes and we just call up to a dispatch by, Hey, dispatch cities on, uh, cities and route. We've had us marshals come through when they're super tactical unmarked vehicles, just show their IDs. We didn't ask what they're here for. We were just like, okay, cool. Have a good day. That could be a badass job. It sounds badass at least being a us marshal. Oh yeah, dude. Man, them are some big fucking boys, man. Are they all? Every U.S. Marshal I've seen has been fucking just yoked. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, big boys like fat. And I was like, so you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) Um, Interesting. Interesting. So this is completely unrelated, but there was this game for Sega, and I think it was an arcade game, too. Like, uh, it was called uh, Lethal Enforcers. You ever heard of that? It sounds vaguely familiar. Game is fun as shit. There was one and two, and there might have been a third, but the first one you were like a, a like I think in LA or New York or something. And then two is the old West. Mm. But like depending on your ranking, you would get ranked after each level based on your accuracy. And so if you were like really accurate, you'd be like a US Marshal. I don't think that's how that works, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, 
Yeah, that that's not how that works. So weird. Okay, so yeah. I got a couple more questions here. One guy asked about the qualified immunity being axed in California. I don't know dick about it. I just heard about that like today. I haven't read any of the articles. I don't know what the deal is with that. So I'll have to I'll have to do some research and I'll give you some a poorly made take maybe the next episode. Um, or I'll make a meme about it because it's probably better at that. This is an interesting question. Why do the biggest companies make the worst crap? I don't know, man. I Everything's crap anymore. I just hate that everything, and I know it's a, a more complex issue than it's just, but everything's made in China, right? Like I want to fucking buy something made here. Everything is not fucking made here. And it pisses right. me off. Well, I want to buy this. And it's like, what am I going to fucking go through? tens of thousands of fucking websites to find something American made. It's tough. If I can, I will. But I mean, what do you fucking do sometimes? But tough. thanks, yeah. Obama. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Bin Laden. All right, buddy. I think we're going to end on this. And this is specifically geared towards you. Um, is a DUI as common on base as people say? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I think I said it earlier. It happens about once a week. Usually someone that, that's not even trying to come on base just made the wrong turn. And now we can't, we can't just let you drive off drunk. Um, so what about so, on base? So is there a lot of DUIs on base as a patrol uh, officer? Do you guys catch a lot of Deweys that way? Some, but like I said, most of them just come up to the gate, man. Well, Hey buddy, uh, I appreciate all your time. And uh, oh, yeah, uh, hopefully this gives a little insight, some poorly made insight into the civilian world on a military base. I like to ask people at the end of the episode. Oh, wait, I forgot. Word of the day, word of the week. You got something for me? Bamboozled. Bamboozled. Fucking fantastic. That is a great word of the week or days or a couple days. I have it in a sentence if you're ready. <laughs> if you don't know how to use bamboozled, I, you got bigger problems. But go ahead with your sentence, uh, good sir. We're bamboozled why this guy cheated on his husband with the worker at the gas station on base. That the guy cheated on his husband? Uh, cheated on his wife with the oh. worker on base. That's bamboozling. You, that was a poorly made sentence right there, bud. <sighs> I can't read good. It happens. So what you're telling me is there is a gal on base that's fucking the guy that works at the, the gas station. Oh, yeah. And you're bamboozled lot. by it? Bamboozled. Bamboozled. All right. Now we're going to – you've opened up a can of worms, my good sir. Um, <laughs> so I've heard, allegedly, that – the gals that live on base while their husbands are away are not always faithful. Have you observed this? Um, yeah. Uh, both when I was in the army and uh, now that I work on military base, I see it quite frequently. <laughs> that is disappointing. That is disappointing. You fucking imagine that some dudes fucking like wherever across the world is fucking old ladies banging whoever on base. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Uh, can't say that I, I haven't been guilty of it <clears throat> when I was in the army. Um, not saying that I was ever Jody, but things happen. So tell me, tell me about Jody. It's like the people that aren't in the military. Explain the Jody phenomenon to people. What does Jody mean? Jody is a. Uh, he takes care of your girl or a uh, man when you're gone. You know, comes over, comforts them, assures them, oh, everything's okay, everything's okay. You know, I'm here for you. I know this is tough. And uh, next thing you know, things are going where they shouldn't be going. Mm. I love our planet. So mm. faithful. So faithful. And I bet those are the same people that post, like, inspirational quotes on Facebook. Live, laugh, love, bro. Live, laugh, love while I'm getting fucking smoked from behind. Um, I'm living, laughing, and loving. By the way, oh man, that's so fucked up. What a world we live in. What a world. What a world. What a world. Well, again, thank you for your time. Do you have any advice 
to, or I said that wrong. Do you have any words of wisdom to impart on all the uh, millions of people that listen to this terrible fucking podcast? To the millions and millions. That's a little rock reference. Um, I, you know what? I like the <laughs> WWF, and I'm going to say WWF because the panda is still WWE, but go on. Yeah, um, to the millions and millions. I guess uh, the job's not completely dead if you know where to look. Yeah, I think there's going to be an uptick on uh, traffic on USA jobs the next, uh, well, if this comes out on Thursday, but the next next week or so. When you go to those websites and it asks who sent you, put the Poorly Made Police Fames podcast. All right, buddy. Well, uh, I appreciate all this uh, time with my crotch. Do you have any oh, yeah. uh, words of wisdom to... Oh, my God. I'm just repeating myself. I'm tired, dude. All right. I'm going to keep that in because it's poorly made. Anyway. You're uh, all hopped up on maple syrup beer. I am, dude. I'm fucking hungry, man. I have lunch. All right. Dinner. All right. But anyway, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm humbled by it. If you want to support the podcast, there's a link at the end of every episode where you can click on it and fucking give me money. You can also buy poorly made merch, which you probably already did after my pleading earlier. And if you have a side hustle, like our good friends uh, from earlier on this episode, Thin Blue Swine, fucking shoot me a message and we will uh, we'll get hooked up. Not like Jody, but we'll get hooked up. <laughs> anyway, I love you uh, all and have a good night. Bye-bye.